With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. From the theme park capital of the world, Orlando, Florida, this is the Theme Park Podcast. Wait, podcast? Is this on the radio? Why does everything got to be so messy on this station? Anyway, here's your hosts, Dickerman, Jimmy D, and Scott Harris. Welcome to the Theme Park Podcast for show 2023. Dickerman here. There's Jimmy D. What's going on, fellas? And Scott Harris. Hello, hi. It's a new year. Time for new Theme Park news. Let's see if we remember how to do this. I, I know. <laughs> we have had our show broadcast the last couple of weeks. We did take the the Christmas and New Shh, Year's don't tell them. off. Uh, behind the scenes magic. <sighs> we pre-recorded our shows mm-hmm. um, to take the time off. That's true. Um, so, I don't know that a lot of things happened during the break. I do, I do recall seeing a couple of news stories, but I guess we should probably get caught up on things. Ha- have people? First question I have for you guys: Do we know if people have stopped fighting at Disney at this point? Because it got so bad that they had to put out a message to say, "Please stop fighting inside of our parks." I haven't seen any fights, okay. so I'm assuming we're good. Okay, and now I believe that message came from California. Not Orlando. Mm-hmm. That was my understanding. Yeah, I've seen a lot more fights in uh, Los Angeles than I have here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've told you guys a story before. I've told it on the show before. The two guys that almost got into it at the Winnie the Pooh store. Probably the weirdest place you could ever get in a fight in your life. Surrounded by Pooh Bears. But mm-hmm. um, Yeah, and how'd you like to be the guy that loses that fight? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, these these two guys... They were not in fighting shape either. It would not have lasted long. <laughs> Somebody probably would have fallen and like dislocated their PCL or broke their <laughs> uh, broke their kneecap pretty quickly. I can see that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. We shouldn't be fighting at the theme parks. Don't fight in general. Yeah, yeah. It's probably best. Peace, know. love. And nowadays, you get in a fight somewhere with everybody with their cell phone cameras out that's just that not only do you get in you know legal trouble you could have your whole life ruined like you're, you lose your job cuz mm-hmm. oh there's uh, there's old Dave you got in a fight at Disney in the Winnie the Pooh store Dave we got to let you go I'm sorry you've been here for 25 years uh we got to let you go we can't have a guy fighting at the, the Disney store getting getting representing our company yeah not only did you get your butt kicked by you know next to a stack of Eeyore stuffed animals mm-hmm. but now you're fired yeah now you're fired <laughs> Hi, I'm Scott Harris of the Theme Park Podcast, here to talk to you about a problem. Fights in theme parks. <laughs> Guys, take it from me. Don't get in the fight in the theme park. It can ruin your life. Especially if you're over the age of 40. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're just asking for, like, a trip to, a, you know, an orthopedist. Plus, Absolutely. it's like if you, if you, like, say you're 40, you have... Th- Eight kids, or not eight kids, like three kids that love going to theme parks, and all of a sudden, you and your family is now banned from uh, going. Yeah, forget your therapy. Your kids are in therapy for the rest of their lives because dad mm-hmm. got you banned from Disney because he got in a fight in line. It's the official stance of the theme park podcast. Don't fight in theme parks. Yeah, it can be stressful. I, I don't discount that at all. It can be very stressful, but uh, yeah, it's best not to fight there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't want to end up in a highlight reel of ultimate knockouts. Yeah. 
No. Yeah, YouTube infamy is not a good place to land, or TikTok, <laughs> no. or no. Uh, wherever people are going to be in the next five to ten years. This is true. Uh, well, you asked about news. Yeah. And we got some news that that has literally just started happening. Really? Um. So, Super Nintendo World's coming to Universal Studios Hollywood. Yes, we will get it here eventually, but yes. they've got a Hollywood first. Opens uh, opens this year, mm-hmm. uh, I think in February. Wow, that's really soon. That's like yeah, next month. a couple of weeks. Correct. And uh, they're, we're going to start doing a reservation system for previews. Okay. Website broke. 30 wow. minutes before it was supposed to begin. Now, I understand. I blame Derek. <laughs> Derek. This is Derek. a this is a company owned by Comcast. Yeah, I just I how do you break a website in 2023? Now I say that just after Taylor Swift's issue with Ticketmaster mm-hmm. or Ticketmaster's issue with Taylor Swift, however you want to say it. To be fair, uh, as somebody who's used Ticketmaster relatively uh, as a as a uh, a seller, mm-hmm. relatively recently, I guess in the last four years, the back end of their website looks like Windows 98. I don't doubt that. I mean, to be fair. They do have uh, as it can be DOS based. I can I can tell you that. Wow, DOS like you're using Linux code to <laughs> sell tickets. Yes, come on, and man. You're, and you're the only game in town at that. But I understand it happening with that when they try to set all the tickets at the same time. But mm-hmm. how does that happen for a, a company the size of Universal? You got to have like you got to have like you guys test this and be like, yeah, we can handle the bandwidth here. I guess you just don't understand how much of a demand it is. I, but, like, usually they, they're like, yeah, we can handle a million people at once. They could tell you. They can give you a, a hard number. Like, yes, you know, on this server, we can handle a million people at one time trying to access it. I mean, I remember this happening when Velocicoaster opened up, and it was such an ordeal to get onto that website. Hmm. Curious. I just you just wonder who's uh, who's running the IT departments there. I it's- honestly, this is this is something that constantly is coming up. Yeah, yeah. Like, I no company seems to be able to handle like. Doing this. A mass influx of, yeah. of uh, traffic like that. Although, if you think about it, like, YouTube, you know, they're not all in the same video at once. Is that why? Like, there's millions of people at the same yeah. time going on YouTube. But th- that's a little bit different. Because you can have, like, hundreds of servers that are, like, buffering that video so that it's spread out. Mm-hmm. It's not, like, a million people trying to access one server at once. And, unfortunately, when you're selling something and there's a limited quantity of that something, you can't do that. Yeah, because it's all, it's got to be based in one thing and you can't, you yeah. gotta have an exact count. You, you only have one inventory. Yeah. I mean, we remember when people were trying to buy, like, when remember when, uh, up until, like, a few years ago, this would happen when people were trying to buy iPhones, and that's Apple. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Apple kind of got smart and they just, like, you know, they do their pre-sales. And then the way they did their pre-sale was you could pre-register for the pre-sale. So basically what would happen is when you logged in for the day of the launch, you just paid and left. Okay. So it was already in your cart. It was already set to go. You had made all your decisions, all your choices ahead of time because you could do that on your own. And then once the the pre-sale started, you hit purchase. Done. Done. $500 new phone. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they have a $500 phone. Oh, they have a lot more now. Yeah, they're they're a <laughs> double. Um, I've never I've double. never bought I've never bought like the primary like flagship phone. This is the top end one. Uh-huh. I want to say it was is it 12 or 14? Oh, 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 mm-hmm. oh, oof. 
Uh, other news. To be fair, though, it's the only phone I'm going to have in the next five years. Exactly. <laughs> that is the phone for the rest and of your life. As yeah. we started the show today, we were making fun of Jimmy's computer because it still has a CD, a CD, CD ROM, CD ROM, optical drive, an optical drive, a disc drive. Call it what you will. I said I hadn't seen it in forever, but this dang thing—it's a tank. Yeah, it's it, how I rip CDs <laughs> and sell them on eBay or on the back <laughs> of the Jeep. Hey, kid, you looking for that new Taylor Swift? You know, I do have like a giant box of VHSs in my house, mm-hmm. and a lot of them are Disney movies. Oh my God, you could get a pretty penny for those right now if you wanted to. I know, I'm excited. Uh, other news, uh, Universal's investing in public transportation. Really? They're, they yeah. want to help pay for in supply land for a train stop that'll go f- for the Sunrail that'll go from the International Airport to the convention center. What's by the convention center? Epic Universe. How close mm. is it? How close is it to the convention center? Uh, mile. Within two, a mile. Two blocks, really? So you could, in theory, so say they built this train station. Uh-huh. You could, in theory, get off in that general vicinity of the convention center and walk to Epic Universe or I, even take a little tram or something. I think they probably bust you over. I mean, but if you wanted to walk, it's not like it's not like International Drive is an unwalkable stretch. No, that's true. That's true. So this is Sunrail. Sunrail, yes. Okay. Because Sunrail up to this point, let's be honest, has been for the most part useless for the majority of the population here in Central Florida. I, well, I mean, it's because you want to use it. You don't work downtown, and you want to use it for like going downtown to like a concert or a football game or you know something. Yeah, I think if. So you've got the small number of people, which isn't a small number, but based on the populace in all of Central Florida, it's, it's a small number of people. They're not maximizing their ability to to, to use Sunrail. And I agree so with that. Most of the stops are in idiotic places that aren't you know convenient. There is one stop that's right there downtown, which makes sense. Yeah. Um, the one in Maitland isn't close to anything in Maitland. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I work in Maitland, but I get off the Sunrail and I have to get a ride somehow. Um, but they also don't run on nights, and they don't run on the weekends. That's the thing that kills me, is the nights and weekends. How like, are we going to be taken seriously as a city if we can't have a train system that runs? I we, mean, the thing we, is... We if, look podunk with if, that. If you look at where a lot of the stops are now, is that they are all being built up with apartments in retail. Okay. So more and more of them... You got to think about, think about it in the sense of, it was built with the the... Uh, plan of the future to be ready when more people live here, when more apartments are here. I think that's the problem. I don't want more people. Well, you got to deal with it. Diggerman, you and I are used to like government being reactive, not proactive. And this Mm -hmm. isn't a situation where they were actually proactive for once. And we just Mm -hmm. don't recognize it. Yeah. It looks foreign to us. I'll believe it when I see it. I, I mean, I love this idea that you're talking about here with universal having an option to get out there and Mm -hmm. get to the parks not having to drive yourself, uh, but I think nights and weekends have to be an option. Yes, they have to be. And like, and I, I'm curious to see what Universal has to do with it because they gotta ha- if they are going to give them land and a stop and all that stuff, they've got to have a say in run operating hours. They will guarantee. Uh, this is from Universal's uh, executive vice president and chief administrative. Uh, 
officer uh, via the proposed community developed district. Guarantee $13 million in annual ticket purchases, equivalent to the estimated operating cost for the Sunshine Corridor. The district only pays if the ticket sales don't reach $13 million in a year, and the commitment ensures the corridor won't operate at a loss. Okay. Well, that, I mean, that makes sense. Finance up to $125 million in private bonds to fund the rail line in the station. Mm-hmm. Fund the operation and maintenance of the station, estimated oh. at $2 million each year, so the station doesn't cost Orange County taxpayers. So basically, they're betting on themselves, is yeah. what they're doing. I like that. I like it when people bet on themselves. Yeah. And I wonder how many people have to work in the station and on the train. That's my question. Like, uh, do you I need mean, more than just a, like a, a train engineer? You got, you got like a ticket taker guy, the uh, guy that walks up and down the aisle. The main hub that I used to work, or I used to work next to the main hub downtown, that had a lot of employees. Most stations don't have anybody. Yeah, yeah it's like kiosks. Yeah, just kiosks to pay for the ticket. Yeah, that makes and sense. And then there's somebody that's driving the train, but the train, you know, they come with that, the train. Can we make that a robot? <laughs> it's coming, man. It's it's on its way. Okay, quick thought, real quick. All right, so say this happens. Mm-hmm. Is it a traditional sunrail, or do we make that thing a Harry Potter train? It is a sunrail. Right, let's make it a Harry Potter. It's train. sunrail. Can we just dress it up though? It's sunrail. Can we throw no. some freaking vinyl across that thing? Call it the Harry Potter train. It's sunrail. Hogwarts Express. It's sunrail that already exists inside the park. If you don't want to compare. Universe is paying that much money. Let's get a Hogwarts Express. You call that you call that individual then. I, uh, the, I, know, I know some high level executives over there. What's different? No, you call no. that you call that one person and talk to that person. Uh, the goal is to have trains running by twenty thirty. Oh, we got some time. Jeez, well, we got some time for this I'll deal be to dead fall apart. Then, uh, <laughs> because as the project, as senior project manager uh, manager says, it can take five plus years to go through the process of planning, financing, and building a route. It's kind of hard to you can't just build a train track overnight. Yeah, it's true. We haven't they haven't laid. Did they lay any new train track for Sunrail? Or no. was that track that was already existing? No, it's Amtrak. Yeah. It's we all gotta Amtrak lay a new track? Us. Yeah, you gotta start connecting this things. This is like the old West. This is like when we played Red Dead Redemption. This mm. is this is going back to there. Okay, but you play that game and you got eaten by bears all the time. Yeah, but they, I mean, we were building railroad tracks too. Yeah, you did not do well in that game. It's a good game. I'm going to play that again. Yeah, you ran into some shady individuals in that I game. I want to go back to the snow st- and just start at the beginning back in the snow. Oh, okay. Looks go- a little revenant up there for me. Mm. Uh, other news. Let's get into some other news. Uh, he's back. Who? The Figment Popcorn Bucket. Oh, he returned? He's coming back. Did they print too many of them? Well, no. <laughs> the Festival of the Arts. Oh, oh is yeah. this a, uh, are they going to do something minute to it? To make it a little different so that you buy another one. Doesn't look like it. Looks exactly the same yeah, as the one a, that I waited we got a multiple hours for. for. These, some for some reason, we, we didn't sell all the ones we thought we were going to. Because one year, they they released a Pluto popcorn bucket for Christmas. He was like wearing a Christmas sweater. It was a red Christmas sweater. And it, got, it sold out like immediately and, you know, high demand. The next year, same exact popcorn bucket comes out, green sweater. Mm. They just painted it. Boom. Him. Uh, something else that is coming, not uh, back, but for the first time, I think Jimmy might appreciate this because he is a Muppets fan. We're getting a Sam the Eagle sipper cup. That's cool. And I assume it's at his smokehouse. Regal Eagle Smokehouse. I do like Sam the Eagle. I'm not even a big Muppets guy, but Sam the Eagle is pretty great. <laughs> oh, that's, that's pretty good. It actually looks, it looks yeah, dope. that looks yeah. pretty good. That's really cool. 16 bucks. Is that with a With fill? a drink. Oh. Not bad. It's not bad at all. Um, also, 
the rock and roller coaster uh, will be undergoing lengthy refurbishment beginning in February. They're going to shut it down for a while <laughs> next month. <laughs> but this has led to a lot of speculation, and I, I, we don't like to get into too Uh-oh, much rumoring. We're going to reskin it. We're going to reskin it. We don't like to get into too much rumor mongering on this show. Oh, Steven Tyler's in trouble, too. That's, That's the, thing. the thing. This would be his, I don't know how many, a strike because he did the whole thing with the obscene hand gesture. Well, this this is bigger stuff from the 70s. Yeah. Yeah, I did hear I did hear about that. Uh, it was in Rolling Stone. If you, if you want to go look it up, uh, you know, accusations that he hasn't really denied. So there's a little bit I, of that. I feel like. He's probably like, it was the 70s, man. Come on. Um, so it's 40-something years ago. The thing is, like... Maybe 50. Who knows what's going to happen? There was speculation that, if anything, when the deal re-upped, it was probably a 10-year deal, so we probably got four or five more years to go. Mm-hmm. Um, when this similar ride in uh, Paris was reskinned, it was it was a two-year... It was an 18-month process. Mm. Would they reskin it as in Paris? Uh, it became an Avengers... That but would be the way to go. That would be. Can't I don't know imagine they'd can. be able to do it here. Yeah, we can't do that Not here. But like, you can't find an artist that you could throw on there that you can say you're guaranteed not to have a trouble with at some point in the future. No, because I mean, there was let's always be honest. Artists are all pains in the in the in the ass. No, but what you could try to do is somehow make it like rock and roller coaster. Make it where you can have a variable experience every time you go on. You just make it a music themed. No. Mm-hmm. Attraction. Yeah, no artist tied to it. Or Correct. no, if you do tie artists to it, just make it so that it's not Aerosmiths, you know. Mm-hmm. That, it, like a rotating artist, so you can dump them out. Or, well, just have like a collection of artists. Yeah. yeah. And in, and put them in a situation like you were saying that where you could just easily pull them out and plug in somebody else. Up, oh, turns out this guy's been canceled. Out, and we'll throw this one in. Yeah. There you go. There's nobody safe. I, I would say in the music industry, there's literally nobody Honestly, that's safe. There's no public figure that's safe anymore. That's true. Because that's everybody true. who you think was like, you know, like Bill Cosby, like he was like the gold standard for years America's being like. The, his head, his bust was that match at our, uh, Hollywood Studios for years. Yeah. And, thing out. and, you know, he's now in disgrace. Yeah. What if you just make it Disney songs? Well, that That'd be rad. That'd be good. Yeah. There's a lot of them. Some of those might be problematic, even though you make it the newer ones. We're gonna cancel ourselves. You make oh. it the new ones. Yeah, I don't. Don't worry. I don't think they're gonna put zippity doodah in there. <laughs> uh, we've got a new magnet coming. Oh. Who's the character? It looks to be Dumbo. Oh, nice. That's one of my other favorites. Don't just fly, soar. Have a guess for the newest pass holder magnet. We are all ears. Yeah, it's Dumbo. Yeah, because Minnie just got released. At the top of the year, and I got you got your mini magnets, right? I did. Or, no, that was the last thing you got. I got. I was the last thing. I still thought I was a pass holder. Mm. Yes, I was still at that point. Um, Festival of the Arts will be beginning uh, next weekend, so we'll be talking more about that. We'll run through the uh, menu for the Festival of the Arts. Do they have bands at that one, or the, the, the bands play that, or is that another one? That's a different one. Okay, no bands for this one. Uh, I'm sure they have some kind of musical acts like on the stage. Jobber Typic- bands. No, well, typically they have like um, local. No, they'll have like the the Voices of Liberty come out and do a set. They'll have like uh, the the, the jam- banging on things. Yeah, what, what are the the jammeters? I think they're called the kitchen kitchen yeah. thing. Yeah, I think they're called the jammeters. Okay. Um, but the other thing that uh, this actually this one of the few things that happened uh, during our hiatus, uh, tribute stores moving again. Wait, so again? it's moving from Macy's to it'll be moving to 
Hollywood. Oh, the Brown Derby. No, that's where the prop shop is. Okay. It will be moving to the old prop shop, <laughs> which is connected to all of the stores next to it. Oh, nice. So you can you can use all those stores. You can use all of those stores. Does that mean they're going to close, uh, is it Schwann's? Schwinn's? You could just incorporate it into it. That was the ice cream place, right? Yeah. yeah. Because, well, there's the dark room, uh, which I think was right next to it, which is where yeah. you could do the green screen pictures. And I th- it used to be an old school Photoshop in there. Exactly. And there is the uh, Passholder Lounge, which has already been moved. So you and in the typically in the tribute store there is a dessert or a place to buy desserts. So, there so you, you can go. just incorporate it into Yeah, you already got a kitchen right there. Yeah. And the where it is currently in New York, it's kind of a log jam area. Um because remember, it took up a lot of the former queue for Revenge of the Mummy. Mm-hmm. So now that that ride's back open, Maybe they want to start utilizing that instead of having the bicycle racks out in front of Revenge of the Mummy as the extended queue. True. Or maybe you try to use that space for something else. Maybe you try to put a, uh, another ride in there. Jam hmm. every ride they can put in that place. Why not? I'm trying to think what's like, thinking backstage, like what's behind that? And in, honestly, if there is something behind it, you just, well, it's, there, it they... They'll move it. There's that building that's right behind it that I don't know what it gets used for. I remember it was uh, part of the extended, extended queue for houses for Halloween Horror Nights. Okay. You know what I think is right behind that building is the Fairwinds Bank. There's that, but there's something right behind the city. There's a bank inside Universal? A, yes. Yeah, well, it's a, an employees-only yeah. uh, bank wow. yeah. backstage. Right behind the city. I got fair ones. I can maybe go use this. You're not an employee, so you can't walk back Excuse there. me. Uh, the, got to get some the money. The cityscape, there's a room, there's a building right behind that that is not the bank. I know that. I know what you're talking about. If you're talking about uh, the library that's right there, um, right behind the library is uh, part of Soundstage 33. Yeah. Which is that, that soundstage that we went into last time we got... Uh, invited to Halloween Horror Nights party. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that just gets used for extended queues. Yeah. You could somehow tie that in and make something. I think I, you I could will, move Fairwinds and take up that space and make it a ride. I will never... The, the, the fact that they were able to fit Transformers into where Hercules and Xena was, I will never discount the creativity of well, Universal for sticking a ride anywhere. They were smart with that because they went vertical. Correct. So I guess you could go vertical there, too. This is true. But there have been a lot of hints at in the old uh, uh, tribute store about uh, it moving with newspaper headlines like fan favorite locale closing with the outside of the building. That's 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 what I love about Universal. They will throw in Easter eggs wherever they can inside the park. Mm-hmm. They do it all the time, too. Yes. Well, they is it. Yeah, it's Universal that likes to put uh, an Easter egg for the previous ride in every single queue, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. That's, yep. I couldn't I couldn't remember which one it was. Yeah, they love doing that. Yeah, so the most likely space will be the Williams of Hollywood, the Dark Room, and the annual Pass Holder Lounge. And that's already been moved somewhere else, though. Correct. It's, it's been moved to Toon Lagoon. Oh, Toon Lagoon, huh? Yep. All right. Well, they they're not using that stage area, are they? No. The Toon Lagoon. Okay. No. No. Yeah, I haven't been out to Universal in a minute. Scott, you're, I think you're the only one with passes right now, Not right? for there I mean, anymore. Not expired in... Oh, my God. We're all out of Universal right now. Yeah. Wow, this is the first for the show. I got Disney. You got Disney. I got Disney. got Disney. 
Yeah, I got Disney. I uh, I drove by Fun Spot the other day. <laughs> <laughs> it's about as close as we get right now. All right, well, we're almost out of time here. So, Scott, if people want to find us on social media, get all the latest breaking news, which I'm sure we'll still see plenty of in the weeks to come, especially as really the world gets back to work, uh, where can they go? You can follow us on uh, Twitter at Theme Park Show, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at the Theme Park Podcast, or watch at the ThemeParkYouTube.com. And, of course, the show comes to you live from the Lauren Campbell Realtor.com. Tebow Gazebo Studios for Jimmy D. For Scott Harris, I am Dickerman. Until next week, we'll see you out at the parks. This has been the Theme Park Podcast. Follow the show on Facebook and Instagram at the Theme Park Podcast. To catch up on previous episodes, check out the ThemeParkPodcast.com, the iHeartRadio app, or Apple Podcasts.